This is the one minute how to. Item 296, how to grow without being sales driven. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. On this show we've got Phil Myers and he's going to explain to us how to grow without being sales driven. Phil, can you first tell us a little something about yourself? Sure, George. I'm president of Pragmatic Marketing, and I'm co-author of a new book called Tuned In, Uncover the Extraordinary Opportunities that Lead to Business Breakthroughs. It's a book that identifies the secrets that separate winners and losers in today's marketplace. Okay, Phil, if you're ready, then here's your 60 seconds. Talking about how to grow without being sales-driven almost seems like a paradox because we all know that business survives on growth. But the paradox is that when you focus on growth exclusively and translate that into a focus on sales, you get into a game that we call scoreboard watching. It's really one of chasing outcomes where you're identifying a sales opportunity and marshalling all of your resources to try to make sure that you close it. And before too long, the organization's resources are consumed with supporting a single sales opportunity or a small set of sales opportunities versus what really drives growth. And what really drives growth is identifying new opportunities that exist outside of the mainstream marketplace. Would this be a matter of being complacent with one's existing customer base? In most businesses that we looked at, you find organizations that have established a market share and a set of customer bases and another set of people who are evaluating their products and services, but they really make up a small part of the overall target market. And in many sectors, 80% or more would be characterized as people who may or may not even know they have a need for your product or service. And so becoming a growth-oriented organization, it's almost the opposite of what you think. You don't focus all of your energies on the current sales opportunities. You focus a good bit of your energies on what the potentials need and what are the new types of products or services or extensions to your existing offerings that will allow them to embrace you as an organization that they want to spend money with. So it's the potential audience, not the sales audience, that drives these extraordinary growth companies. I guess this would be a form of diversification, really, making sure that you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Absolutely. Your current product offering will appeal to a core target market. But if you're going to grow, you're going to need to identify new problems, new buying groups, and specific offerings that you can create uniquely. A great example of this is what Apple did by moving into two new industries. One, the music industry with the iPod, and then the telephone industry with the iPhone, leveraging its same competencies, but identifying new market problems that it could grow its organization with. Okay, Phil, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? just like everybody to know that this is just one of the techniques that we talk about in our new book called Tuned In, Uncover the Extraordinary Opportunities that Lead to Business Breakthroughs. And you can learn more about it at www.tunedinbook.com. Phil, thanks a lot. I appreciate you being on. Thanks, George.